On the 133rd episode of Fantasy Lens, we each bring you our top 50 players based on draft position and create multiple tiers for each set of players. We also discuss some of the most recent NFL news as we inch closer to the 2019 season. Let's start the show! Welcome to Fantasy Lens, home of the back-to-back amateur fantasy podcast league champions, and we are one month away from football as we have pretty much a full slate of games on right now. Jets, Giants. Uh, going right now. Sorry, sorry, I was trying something. Yeah, uh, I mean, I kind of liked it. <laughs> eating, All right, cool, cool. I mean, eating is in. Oh uh, yeah, for said. a little longer. Yeah. I'll, I'll use it while I can. Um. Let's see. I mean, Sam Darnold started off perfect. Eli started off awful. Daniel Jones was legitimately perfect. Things that we've all, things that we all predicted. We've all expected. And that's just one quarter of one preseason game. With not a lot of, no no starters. I mean, do the Giants have a quarterback controversy right now? Hopefully. There shouldn't be. Daniel Jones is the starter. There's something, there's something just really familiar and comfortable about watching Eli go one drive. It was third and ten, and he throws a three-yard dump off. Obviously, seven yards short of the sticks. It's just nice. It's nice. Football's back. Eli's thrown dumpers short of the sticks, and he, we probably won't get Daniel Jones until like week twelve. It's like it's like sitting down next to like a warm fire in your favorite PJs mm-hmm. and having like a nice cup of like hot cocoa. It's just like yeah. nice and comforting. Yeah. And then slowly tipping over into that fire. That's what <laughs> Eli has been for the last five years. Just, yeah, doing that and then slowly your chair is tipping and you just don't have the will to, to, to catch yourself. You're just gonna, yeah. you're gonna roll right into it. And like that you're fire. just like, your mouth's open the entire time, just breathing out your mouth, making uh-huh. the dumbest face. And you've come to terms with the fact that you are going into that like, fire. Like this is gonna be in the next like three years. <laughs> He's <laughs> still got a lot of ball left in him, is what I'm being told. I heard contract extension in the uh, the future. <laughs> yeah, Wait, probably. The the conversations on sports radio in New York in New York are hilarious because it's oh the Giants' offensive line is average to above average now. Um, so if Eli has a really good year, do you extend him in the middle of the year? Oh yeah, three more years. <laughs> I, I I hope they go the Brady route and give him another two years and just you know <laughs> yep. just let him go, just let him. <laughs> Except Eli won't do a team friendly contract. He'll want to <laughs> he'll want to set the market. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fully guaranteed. Got to be yeah, you know, like Kirk Cousins type deal. Like just really just fuck over the Giants for another few years. But you know, he's he's still got some life left in him. <laughs> Okay, well, you know, <laughs> Daniel Jones looked great. Threading yeah. passes, five for five, touchdown, sixty-seven yards. It's preseason, people. Let's not, let's not uh, go crazy on it. Let's continue doing fantasy rankings through yeah. the preseason. That's the uh, goal of this episode. We're going to do our top fifty. Um, like we've said since we've started, these are all fluid. Everything changes as preseason goes along. Yes. I mean, we did our positional rankings, and I'm assuming our top 50 are not going to uh, match what we did back then because, of course, like you said, fluid things change as we move along uh, the preseason and training camp. People are going to move up. People are going to move down. Like, 
it's it's if you, if if your shit stays the same, then you're not doing anything right. You mm-hmm. you got You got to make those changes. So. Yeah, I mean, just three off the top of my head that are completely fluid: Elliot, Gordon, and Tyree Kill. Like this, just yep. it's completely. And I'm not gonna dock Elliot and Gordon right now until we get closer. But they could absolutely fall. Absolutely. 100%. Well, I docked Gordon just because of how uh, his team is talking about him while he's holding out, and I feel like they don't really respect him, and they might just Ooh. throw to Austin Eckler more. I am not going to talk about Gordon. going to start getting personal, huh? I'm, yeah. not, I'm not talking about Gordon yet, but we'll get there. Because... But, like, Philip Rivers said, like, oh, yeah. I mean, Joshua Jackson and Austin Eckler are really good, too. I mean, they are. They're pretty good. Yeah. They're pretty, they're pretty solid. So, don't, over, don't overpay for your mediocre running back. Um. All right. So where are we, where are we gonna start here? Do we want to start um from top to bottom, bottom to top? Oh, well, do we want to want to even want to hold off on that? Go somewhere else? Well, I was just gonna say. I mean, we were kind of talking about the running back news. All right. With, with Ezekiel Elliott holding out. I mean, if he misses a couple weeks of training camp, it doesn't really. I don't think it really matters for him. I don't him. think he has any choice but to come back. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because why? What's the choice? Why would? I mean, why would the Cowboys cave? They're just—they could just extend his rookie contract. Like he just doesn't have a choice. Yeah, no, I think, and they could do it for back. like three years because they have the two years left on his contract and then plus franchise. So, if he wants to sit out three years, he could do that if he wants. Yeah, he's got to come back. Maybe he gets more money the last two years of his rookie deal. Um, something that doesn't affect the Cowboys too much, but. You can't start. You just can't start doing this as athletes now in every goddamn sport. It's starting to get annoying. You have two years left on your contract. At least wait till the last year. Play that thing out a little bit. Like I'm all for player empowerment, but come on. Like, how are you supposed to build a team if now, instead of it being your like, instead of you being in the last year of your contract and wanting a new contract, you're not even in the last two years. You have two full years. Yes, like yeah. this is starting to get annoying on the players' part. No, I, I I absolutely see that, and um, yeah, and you're right. Like, how do you even build when, like, you went, you're two years in, like, and you're already trying to, like, basically fuck the team. Like, I, I know it's a business. I know you're trying to make money, but like, the whole point is to build a a a, a team that's gonna make you know runs to the Super Bowl, and if, like, if you're not if you're asking for all this money early on, like you're never gonna have that that shot. Like you're just to- you're crippling you're just crippling your team. You're crippling the future of your team. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's all about the dollar with some people. It's annoying yeah. that that's how it's become. It's becoming in sports, though. In all of it, it's. I mean, you still see obviously moments where that's not it for everybody, but like. Basketball's comp- I love basketball, but it's completely overboard now with player empowerment. Now it's like, oh, well, this guy just signed a new contract. Who knows if he's going to even make a year through it. He might just like think like, oh, I don't like how it's rained uh, more than the average year this year in this city. I think I need a fucking <laughs> yeah, move, so I'm going to demand a trade. It's like, okay, guy, don't you have any uh, – don't you think about anybody else on the team? I don't know. I don't know. I like player empowerment to an extent. Um, that extent ends when you have more than two years left on a contract. Like, 
like again, we understand it's a business, and the teams always talk about it like that, and they'll cut you quick, hard, done, and the players want to get their money when they can. But I mean, like, it's like no one's fighting to win like anymore. Like you don't want to win; you just want to make the most money. Is that what it comes down to? Like now, like, is it not about winning championships? Is it about making the most money? I mean. You're sounding a little bit like Mike Frances with that take. But it's true. It's absolutely fucking... It is true. Absolutely is true. I'm just somewhere in the middle on it all. I think you can start um, playing these games when you're in Le'Veon Bell's situation, when you're just getting franchise tag left and right and you want a long-term contract. I don't think you start playing these games when you're in Elliott's situation and you have two years left. Like, I think it's just two different situations. Like Bell's was, I want an. I'm a running back. I know my shelf life. I want a long term contract, and the team only wanted to give him. Like the team was franchise tag him. Like I understand that situation, because um, he played out his contract. He didn't. He wasn't a contract. Is a contract. He didn't have anything else that he had to play out. He was going for a new one. I understand the player using as much leverage as possible when they're in a contract year, going for a new one. I, I just won't be on the player side when you're not in a contract here, though. I oh, I'm in agreement with that. Like Le'Veon Bell did his part; he ran through his contract, and he felt he was worth more than just that one year franchise. Like, I get it; I absolutely get that. I mean, the only thing is if they change the CBA for running backs, because running backs are the ones that get screwed all the time. They don't get oh, screwed; they're just—it's it's just what their value. Yeah. Is. Well, there's right. no such thing as getting screwed when your value is not. Yeah. Um, it's sports. It's not. Yeah, yeah. No, what I'm saying, but like they, it, all right, the system doesn't favor them at all because there are so many good ways ways to get good running backs now. Well, that well, and- you can't make a system that favors them because that's socialist crap. It's, it's capitalism, baby. Pure capitalism when it comes to sports entertainment. Well, to be uh, honest, if it was pure capitalism, there'd be no much, cap they're space. They're not worth as much. But you, you, there'd be no cap space if we were doing pure capitalism. But you, you pretty much no, are, and there'd be no revenue sharing. But you pretty much see it as in the fact that Melvin Gordon wants all this money, but then, as you just said, Philip Rivers is like, yeah, we got Joshua Jackson and Austin Eichler. Yeah, they're good too. I mean, like, it's also like, easy to say when you're the quarterback and, like... But do you not agree with him? Oh, no, 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 no. I completely But, like, I'm just saying, like... From his point of view, like, for him to say that, it's, like, a lot easier for him to say that than if it was, like, you know, some non-star player. No, but I'm just saying, like, like it... I guess even, like, Keenan, like, who else could say that on the Chargers? No one. But what I'm trying to say is, like, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's more... I it, guess, yeah. It, but, what, what is he? He's only in second year, second or third year, he's missed a year. But, like, you can't say that about Philip Rivers' backup. You can't say that about, like... Keenan Allen's backup. You can't say that about a lot of players' backups. But when it comes to running back, yeah, you sort of can pretty much say that about a good amount oh, of backups. Yeah. Look at Damian Williams. Like, he fucking just came in and crushed it. Like, Cody yeah, Hunt went exactly. down. Look at C.J. Anderson. Yeah, the C. running Anderson. game got better when he came in. How many, 15 pounds yeah. overweight off the street. Yeah. He was just like a bull. He was like the, the fat kid from Hook, just like a bowling ball, just knocking over everyone. I mean, no matter who came in with the Ravens, like, Gus Edwards just came in, ran for 100 yards, like, a bunch of games. Like, like people were just doing their part. Like, no one knew who the fuck they were. Yeah. Like, well, you- yeah, teams are realizing that it's running is usually a base-off scheme, and your line. Your line and your scheme, and 
if if you have somebody who's talented, they can execute what you have. Yeah, but of course you have the elite running backs like the Saquons, the Kamaras, the McCaffreys. The, but the shelf life of those players are not that long. Mm. So it's like you said, it's yeah. all about As they, how, it's all they, about they're how trying to capitalize while they can, but teams are in, in any they're, position to do it. They're understa- teams are understanding of what they could have. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go into the trade that happened. Uh, Duke Johnson, yes, finally is going to get a uh, a chance to shine in a in a prime time spot. I was how long is it is it going to take for him to overtake Lamar Miller? I'm, I'm just a saying. Weeks? I was really disappointed when Dante Foreman was released because yeah. like he's not taking over Lamar Miller by the way. Well, hold on, Brian. At all? I was really disappointed. No, I, when, I was really disappointed when Dante Foreman was released because at that point. I've already talked about how much I hate Lamar Miller and I won't draft him. Well documented. Um, when Duke Johnson was traded, I was extremely excited because that is an offense that with a quarterback like Deshaun Watson can move around the pocket and make a lot of plays. He doesn't, like, he, I, I, he, he scrambles I, more I, than any, like, anything. I know he does. He runs out of necessity. He doesn't but, run because a lot, like, he does run because but, he can, but more times it's just because the line sucks so but, much. Yes, the line does suck. But I feel like he's going to mature a little bit. And Lamar Miller is terrible. We all know this. I don't even think... Wait, Duke is going to mature or... No, Deshaun Watson. I don't even think he needs to. I'm with John on this. I think Deshaun Watson's like top five QB in the league. And no, he but... just has well, like a historically bad line. First off, I'm not saying he's not top five. I think he's well in the top five. But... He is going to, he's young. He, you don't think he's still going to mature and get better? Oh, he's going to get better. I just think if you put him behind like a, I think he could easily be a pocket. Like, if you put him behind a good line, he would just carve people up. Oh, absolutely. I think him and, I, I think, agree. I think it's very close between him and Mahomes as far as talent. He's just in a different situation. I'm, but if you were doing like a all NFL draft right now, they go one and two. Look, I'm calling it right now. Duke Johnson will end up with more points than Lamar Miller at the end of the year. Calling it that, right now. I mean, yeah, that's, that's fine. That's something I wouldn't argue. But uh, I will also say Duke Johnson's not going to be a bell cap. They're not going to like run him first and second downs. I don't think Duke Johnson is made to be a bell cow, and I don't think he's the kind of running back that needs 20, 20 carries a game. To give you well, he RB two RB three. The most carries he's gotten well, he in a season is one hundred and four. Yeah, because he's not that he's not that kind of player. And it's for in his rookie. What's the, what's the most catches he's had? Uh, let's see. Well, he could probably be like a lower end James White because he's not yeah. going to get as many touchdowns. Yeah, he is the RB two version, RB two RB three version of James White. I like him on that offense. I mean, yeah, they have a really, I mean, Kiki Kute just went down with a knee injury, uh, in, in, uh, in the game that they're playing. Yeah. So, who knows if he, he'll, if he'll, uh, he would just play. He was but, completely underutilized last year. It I mean, really bothered me. La- what did he have last year? He had, oh, uh, he was completely, 40 under- rushes, 200 yards, 47 catches. Completely underutilized. All career low. So, yeah. yeah. Completely underutilized. He I is going to get back his, to that level. I mean, his, his, his average is... He's going to be like a Gio Bernard. I wouldn't... I wouldn't I think, I think better. Oh, better some, than... Oh, somewhere better. between Gio Bernard and James White. I, well, no. I, well, Gio Bernard at his height. Uh, Gio okay. Bernard at his height is an RB... Okay. Uh, low RB2. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean... That's basically where I would say. Do so. you pick him over Tariq Cohen? Because I don't think. No, 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 no. Tariq Cohen for sure. No, no, no. Even with um, 
the what's that guy's name? The rookie, not rookie, not rookie. Um, fuck, was Montgomery? It? No, yeah. Mike Davis. Also, but Montgomery too. Oh, oh but no, I mean, that, like that's kind of a crowded backfield. I mean, Cohen's always don't thrive, even... though in a, in a crowded backfield, and I, I feel like Mike Davis is definitely getting hurt because he always does. I'm not counting on Mike Davis for anything in that offense. No, if anything, I'm I'm thinking it's it's it's, it's going to be more Montgomery. It's a Cohen and Montgomery. It's Montgomery you have to worry about against Cohen. I mean, Montgomery is. I, I'm telling he's you, like a faster. I, I just think. What is Montgomery hands like? I just think that Duke Johnson is going to be the superior threat out of that backfield than Lamar Miller. Like mm-hmm. what I've seen of Lamar Miller in the past few years just does make it just doesn't impress me at all. It's perfectly fine. I mean, I, I you know, I'm a big Duke Johnson I don't think fan. His, his ceiling is that high. His ceiling is probably Chris Thompson. I don't think his ceiling Chris Thompson is was a was RB one for before he got hurt more than half the season years ago, two years ago, and then for the last half of the season before that he was up there too. He was once, an absolute um, beast. I forget who that guy was. That he had a five game run, but he did have the king of the dumpers throwing it to him. He had the five game run at the end of the season and a five game run at the beginning of the the next season. I'm Look, sure. So let, it was. But David Montgomery, I don't know how his hands are. I mean, a bunch of the highlights are. Catches so, but Tariq Cohen is still obviously going to be the much better receiver. I I like the offense for both of them. If I had to pick, I'm taking Tariq Cohen over Montgomery right now. Oh, of course. But uh, other than there, there are based on rankings I was looking at, there are people taking Montgomery over Cohen. Um, I would not do that. I mean, Tariq Cohen's. Well, I, I don't think I could do that. No, behind behind uh, what's his face? Um, Goddamn, freaking this all the time. Uh, behind <laughs> uh, Jordan Howard. He was still uh, a high-end RB, too. And that was with a, probably what is going to be a much bigger split Look, than what is going to happen this year. You know, I was actually... When uh, Jordan Howard was... Uh, they knew that he was going. He was going to be yeah. not on the Bears anymore. I was actually sort of hoping he went to the Saints. I would have liked that like power running with uh, with Kamara. But, I mean, Latavius Murray is not, not bad. I, Latavius Murray is, ba- love- is basically... It's, a uh, so he's like a power. He's, he's a he, faster Jordan. Howard. He's going to be everybody's least every um, Kamara owner's least favorite player. Oh, absolutely! Because he's yeah. going to be a fucking vulture. He's such a good runner in the five with in the red zone, like he, in the yeah. five yard line. He is, but I don't think Sean Payton. Sean Payton has like he has a love for Kamara, so he's just it's going. Well, I mean, how could you not? That's he's, fine. He's, they're just they're still not going to not use Murray. I'm not saying that they're going to take Kamar out every time they're at the goal line. I'm just saying they they might do it half the time. I don't know. I mean, like they don't they didn't they never use Ingram the way you thought they would. Maybe in those short situations, they just always use Kamara. I just think Murray is like the reason to spell you know Kamara like when he needs a break or if you need the hard run up the middle. Like look, you don't have to yard. argue Kamara with me. I. I I have him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have him. no one's arguing Kamara here. Anthony, you, you've created this bogeyman against yourself. I'm, um, I'm just saying Duke Johnson. Do you want, uh, 20, do you want to get into the rankings? Yeah. Top 25 running back. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go up to rankings, and then we'll do some stuff after that. All right. Um, so, Brian, you did you did tiers. I did tiers. You did top 50. I, um, I cheated a little. Oh, boy. My tier 5 ran into 52. No, 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 no. Get rid of the last two. <laughs> nah, the uh, last two are Alshon Jeffrey and Tariq Cohen. 
Okay. By the way. Well, just so the listener knows, I'm well, high on this. Why could you not get out of the, why, why, why do you have to put them in? Cause I don't like, I couldn't decide on 50. Okay. My 50 is Chris Godwin, and I just couldn't decide on one of those three. Hmm. It's like, very hard for me. Okay. So I'll just take those out. Whatever. All right, fine. I mean, I, I think I, I'll put Tariq, I put Tariq Cohen in my, my last grouping too. I did it, and I, it's tough. Wow, you, were, wow, you just don't really like him at all, I say. Do you want to... Let's start at the top, though. Okay. It up. I think our tier ones are going to be very similar. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They're the same. Well, let's just say that maybe the same. Um, my tier one is Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Ezekiel Elliott. So yes. you, you have a top four. I have a four. Tier yeah, one, I mean... Four. Yeah, exactly what those I Those are have. the same I top mean, four for everyone. In, in any specific order, I mean... Is it that order? I have Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara, Elliott. Yeah. Yeah, I have Elliott there for now. I mean, unless they, they really fucking mess it up. He's, but it's, he's it, saying that. It's those four. We all have Barkley on top. We all have Elliott at four, right? Yeah. Um, the, there's one oh, guy. Kamara, huh? There's one guy, <laughs> um, I have in my next tier. Or like my next like I didn't really put it in tiers on my list, but my next like mental tier that could easily go up to this this top tier with uh the offense he's in and with Duke Johnson being traded away, and that's Nick Chubb. I can see him oh, being Oh, I am riding that Chubb train, Chubba Chubba Choo Choo. Um <laughs> Chubba Chubba Choo Choo, I like that. I I can see him easily not easily, I can see him getting to that Basically, the the bottom of that top tier this year. Chubby Chubby Choo Choo is a dirty, dirty train. <laughs> if I, all right. The, also, if I pick if I pick Chubb, that, that's, that's, that's my that's my name. name. Chubby Chubby Choo Choo. That's where all the dirty boys. Well, go I was saying Chubba Chubba, not Chubby Chubby. Chubby. You know, what you gotta do is you gotta make it Thomas the Trank engine and put his and face, put his on, face it, yeah. on it. I think it's Chubby Chubby Choo Choo. I like Chubby Chubby Choo Choo. I don't know why. Um. Yeah. Of course, you like the Chubbies. Um. So you want to just yeah. do your tier two then, John? Since oh. you chubby, chubby, choo choo. Okay. Um. I guess my tier two would be, um, guys. I would be more than happy to have my first pick, and I could see having, depending on where I'm in the draft, having them be my top two players. That okay. I so Nick Chubb number five. Wow. Really? Oh, no, I like it. I like it. I mean, go ahead. Six James, stick with it. Yeah, six James Conner. Brian, you you sold me more on him, and it's just you know the Steelers are just a freaking machine when it comes to running the ball. Uh, Number seven, Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's not getting suspended. You 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 have to you have to put him up there, no matter what your feelings are. Number eight, DeAndre Hopkins. Number nine, you know this is the one I I fought like David Johnson. I just. I know they're gonna, not going to like bring like nine guys into the box and join an extra defender, and they're actually going to run them outside. But I, I still don't know how I feel about that offense and that offensive line. Uh, Ten, Travis Kelsey. Eleven, Michael Thomas. Twelve, Devontae Adams. Uh, what else? Oh, thirteen, Todd Gurley. Fourteen, Odell Beckham. That's your that's your tier. That was my next tier. All right, you go to fourteen. Yes, yeah, I, I go to fifteen. I went to fourteen as well. So you left out Melvin Gordon, is what? 
Yeah, it, it was just like, I don't know. And Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is just, um, I'm not really pumped about the um, Jets offensive line at all. And mm-hmm. I know, like, he'll get a lot, bunch of touches. But there's, and then there's also the Adam Gase, where he doesn't, he doesn't really rely on Bell Cow guys. Okay. Alright, my, uh, tier two is five, James Conner. Then I have a three wide receiver run where I'm gonna be real, real happy with either of these, and I don't mind picking either of these three in the first round. So I have James Conner five, then Odell Beckham, I'm just gonna keep riding the Beckham train, choo choo. Um, seven, DeAndre Hopkins, eight, Devontae Adams. So those three wide receivers, uh, I group all together. I'm not gonna list any one ahead of the other. I don't know how I would do it. I love them all. Um, nine, David Johnson. Ten, Le'Veon Bell. I'm moving up on him a little bit because um, I'm getting more confidence in your boy, Sam Darnold. That's why I'm moving nice. Le'Veon Bell up. <laughs> Breaking I think you down. if they can extend drives, that just gives a ca- – Le'Veon Bell is such a running back where it's like if you're going to have – if you're not going to go three and out, then he's going to have two catches every drive, like at least – so it's just like as long as you're extending drives and not going three and out, he's gonna ha- he's gonna be great. So I'm just putting faith in that. Um, Eleven, Melvin Gordon, I guess falls a little because of uh, uncertainty. Twelve, Julio Jones, uh, this is probably too low for him. He's not a sexy pick, but he's always good. Thirteen, Todd Gurley, uh, that's your eek. Pick um, fourteen Tyreek Hill and fifteen Michael Thomas. That's my tier two. Tier two. All right. Um, I did the fourteen. That's my my tier. Um, these are players that, of course, near back end of first round or middle to first to front of second uh, players that I would definitely feel comfortable grabbing. Um, five. I've I've pronounced my love for David Johnson and. I think that offense just any any upswing in that offense is going to make David Johnson way better than he was last year. Um, six, I moved up Le'Veon Bell. Um, it just it's hard to bet against a guy who looked so good two years ago. I know it was a Steelers offense, but the Jets offense is not going to be bad. Like Brian just said, if any extended drives, he's catching passes and he's making points for you. You know through the passing game, as well as the rushing game. Uh, seven. Wow, who's the real Jets fan? Yeah, right? I know, right? Really? Yeah, uh, number seven, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, look what he did last year. I mean, Deshaun Watson's going to game that ball all the time, and he's just a beast, no matter who he plays. He's matchup proof. Uh, James Conner, number eight, moved him up because of Brian as well. Uh, nice. I'm really liking... Uh, just the thought of that. Just the thought of him in that offense. Nine Devonte Adams. Uh, this is another, th- uh, like you said, three run wide receivers that no matter who you end up with, you're gonna be happy. And so nine Devonte Adams, ten Odell Beckham, eleven Mike Thomas. Um, oh wow, did I did I miss a number? I totally missed a number. Seven, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, wow, I was definitely drinking too much. So it was obviously a thirteen team tier because I drank a little way too much. And so. 12 Nick Chubb. I mean, look at you. I had him lower, and of course, the Duke Johnson trade um, definitely helps. But yeah, that offense is going to be 
ridiculous. And I don't care if Kareem Hunt's on that team or not. Nick Chubb is going to be the guy, at least the first six weeks. And I think he's going to prove enough that he's going to be on the field. Eight weeks, right? Eight, eight weeks. Or eight, eight weeks. Eight, eight weeks. weeks. That, it don't matter. He's the guy. Nick Chubb is the guy. So I have him number 12. And then number 13, uh, since obviously I fucking drank too way too much and missed the number, Travis Kelsey. Like, Can we talk about your drinking before podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I think intervention, intervention. <laughs> yeah. Work's been rough, man. I, uh, I was doing this while. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, but 13 Travis Kelsey. So like, I am one of those people who was always against drafting tight ends early. Uh-huh. But, um, and the fact that there's really three, maybe four tight ends that you want really in this, in this, this year. Grabbing one like a Kelsey Ertz or a Kittle is like having a number one wide receiver. So we've talked about it. If you could crush that position, that's why you grab Kelsey early. So that's why I have him at thirteen, and you grab him and a running back at the after you know the second. Like, so if you had Chubb and Kelsey as your first two picks, I'm very excited. So I like that. So yeah. So. 13 picks, round out my top two tiers. Kelsey, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Can I say, um... All right, Ronald. Uh, tier what? three is my favorite tier. Um, I mean, you can say it. <laughs> well, it's my favorite tier. Um, okay. Only because I feel bad about having Nick Chubb in my tier three and not my tier two. Because of you guys. And I love Nick Chubb. And I drafted him in all my <laughs> leagues. Him and... Kittle, I drafted in all my in my leagues last year, and then I feel bad not being as high on him as you guys do. I just can't believe that I fucking completely missed number thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> then, well, maybe is that like a a juju thing, like a yeah, like you don't want bad juju. Well, it's like yeah. a uh, it's like you know every, every tall building in like all yeah. of the world doesn't or have every a, cruise a level, ship have a level thirteen. The the fucking uh, townhouse complex. Here doesn't mm-hmm. have a third. Doesn't have thirteen on the streets. Even, doesn't have house thirteen. Like, come on, really? Even, even though my house complex, even though my <laughs> my birthday is on the thirteenth, you would think that I would be against like being against the number thirteen. But no, it's actually my favorite number. Apparently, I yeah. fucking always got to choose that number. You know, I was so focused on making sure I didn't miss anyone that I fucking missed a number. Like that's how fucking stupid I am. So you, you know what I think? I'm gonna I'm gonna speak some Marilyn Williams shit. William Williams, what's that? What's that? Cat Williams. What's that lady's name? The Democrat. What? Huh? Marilyn Williams. Who are you talking the, about? The spiritual Democrat in the debates. Oh, uh, Marianne Williamson or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. Um, I'm gonna speak on her level okay. and just be like, you know, there's so much energy taken away from the number 13 because 13 because everyone so uh thinks it's a hex and so against it that i think if you jump on it enough it's just there's there's so much wide open good energy right there it'll, it'll for treat, you to have it'll treat you well mm-hmm. so uh, there you go maybe i drank too much before this podcast <laughs> well i'm doing a top 49 then because i'm not adding anybody to my fucking team you better add somebody. Nope. Top forty nine. Fuck everyone. If I, I so that's so I get my fifty one then. I get your player that you missed. There you go. You yeah. get my player. I'll add. Who, who is your fifty one? 
Um, Alshon Jeffrey. All right, so Alshon Jeffrey's in. Or Terry Cohen. Yeah. I actually, I think Terry Cohen. Okay. Oh, so he's my 50. All right, I'm going to start with Tier 3 since this is my favorite tier. Go ahead. Um, I got Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, so the top three of my Tier 3 could have easily been in Tier 2, but I just didn't want my Tier 2 to be so high and my Tier 3 to be so little. Big and little. Okay. Um, so Juju... 17 Antonio Brown, 18 Nick Chubb. Love all three of them. I think Wait. maybe everybody is too low on Antonio Brown. Uh, probably second best wide receiver well, in football history. Well, can we talk uh, third we, best after Randy Moss? Can I guess. we can we talk about fucking the frostbite that he had? Uh, I mean, I was going to say that for the, for the hard knocks thing. But oh, okay. Yeah, well. All right, I'm sorry. No, no, just talk about now because th- those feet were disgusting. I mean, that's. Like crazy, like he went to go get that cryotherapy and wore the wrong fucking like footwear and got fucking frostbite. Like, yeah, holy but he's shit, fine. man! No, I know, but like that's scary as shit. Yeah, like, what if it was more serious? Yeah, like you're a like that. That's just like that's no joke, frostbite. Like, damn, like I don't know. I saw that, I was like, oh, that's no joke, oh, that's frostbite. Fucking no joke. That's no joke, frostbite. <laughs> What if you had a friend where it's like his uh, gang name was Frostbite? Frostbite. I mean, Frostbite's a pretty sweet that's nickname. Pretty, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Like either like gang nickname or superhero. You gotta be like ego. you gotta be really like white to be Frostbite. Like is that like? <laughs> oh yeah, you do. You gotta be really white, right? Yeah. Oh, so you're like, saying like uh, you're like albino, probably. Okay. Yeah, like hot ice. Like you have like, to be so white that <laughs> you're like icy hot. Cold. Call someone icy hot. Um, anyway, I love Juju. I love Antonio. I love Nick Chubb. Could have easily been in the. Could have easily been in tier two. Um, think everybody. I think every, we might just be missing an opportunity on Antonio Brown. In my mind, he's the third best receiver ever after Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. Um, so I don't know. You're not. Then, uh, you're not on the Chubba Lubba Dub Dub train, apparently. Well, I am on the Chubb train. He's in my tier three. He's 18. You know, we're all ranking him higher than everybody else. <laughs> I know we are. We are. Uh, and so and everyone else is wrong, by the way. For- everybody else is wrong. Everybody else is wrong. You're right, John. You're right. Thank you. I'm right as well. Thank you. Um, <laughs> 19. I have Travis Kelsey. Everything Anthony said. 20, I have Dalvin Cook. Is this finally his year where he doesn't get injured and he proves uh, – is this the – like the Anthony drafting Ertz high every single year and he fi- it finally pays off? Paid off me know. one year. Paid off <laughs> me one year. I finally got there. Ertz finally paid off me last year I drafted him and then he went way too high the year after. I couldn't get him. So There you go. <laughs> um, 21, Joe Mixon. 22, Mike Evans. 23, Keenan Allen. 24, George Kittle. And 25, I did some self-reflection after my wide receiver rankings. I realized I had him too high. What am I doing to myself? I already went down the road, this road with this guy. Oh god. Um, it's like, it's like one of those bad exes. Like I just, I kept coming back to him, so I bumped him down. Amari Cooper. Oh wow. Oh, I did everything I could to try and keep him out of my top 50. <laughs> I really did. Top 50. I mean, twenty five is a lot better than when I had him in my like ahead I, of a bunch I, of people. I tried so hard not to put him in my top fifty because I can't fucking stand the Marty Cooper. No, you have to put him in top fifty. I had him ahead of Keenan Allen in my wide receiver rankings, uh, and I, I feel dirty because of it. You should feel dirty. You should feel dirty anywhere. I don't know, but uh, 
That was, that was okay. So you went from uh, fifteen. What was that? Fifteen or sixteen to twenty-five? Sixteen to twenty-five. It's my well, second smallest group, and uh, it has two tight ends in it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Kelsey and Kittle, which we all I think I think we've all agreed on that Kelsey is one and Kittle is two in our ranking. Maybe John changed that, but uh, why don't you go to your third tier? Okay, uh, my third tier is the uh, just like uh, like when I was putting my tiers together, it's like all right, these are the guys where just they'll be like every week starters no matter what, and also some guys have question marks. This is why I dropped them down a little bit. Okay, like Antonio Brown with his first. This is why I'm not. Okay, uh, 15, Melvin Gordon. Uh, 16, Le'Veon Bell. 17, Julio Jones. Julio, he's burned me a couple times. He's gonna have his real hot weeks and then his, like, four week slump. Wow, that's a lot. That's big three guys in your tier, tier three. Well, I'm just saying, like, usually, like, like, I'm gonna get mad at some of these guys. Every week. Um, <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, 16, Damian Williams. Uh, no, 18, Damian Williams. He's got a little bit of an injury, um, which is why he was this low. In my running back rankings, he was much higher. Much higher you had him. You were really high on David. Yeah. Uh, 19, Joe Mixon. Like, he's still, like, I'm kind of, like, I don't know about him yet. Like, I, like, I don't fully trust him. It's that offense. It's tough. The touchdowns might not be there because of the offense. offense yeah. yeah. Um, 20, Juju. 21, Antonio Brown. Uh, 22, Zach Ertz. 23, Dalvin Cook, as long as he stays healthy. 24, Keenan Allen, as long as he stays healthy. 25, Mike Evans, mainly just because they're going to throw so much that he's going to get even, he's going to get like 150 targets. Uh, 26, George Kittle. 27, T.Y. Hilton. So you did have Ertz ahead of Kittle. That yeah. Move. I mean, wow. if, if once can finally stay healthy, then Ertz is going to, like, besides, Jeffrey, who else do they really have? Deshaun Jackson, and as a deep threat, like who else do they really have in Philadelphia? Yeah, I got it. Go there, go there, go go there. Um, all right. So since I only did the top thirteen, I will start with fourteen, which I guess could technically be a tier two because he should be tier two, and. I would be very happy to have him as my number one wide receiver, as we all would, I think, now, is, uh, morals aside, Tyree Kill, um, being number 14. Uh, number 15, Julio Jones, as John stated, he's gonna have three games where he has 200 plus yards, and then seven games where he has 40 yards and like four catches, and frustrate the shit out of you. Um, he wa- although he finished the last eight weeks of last uh, fantasy season, uh, like eight catches over hundred. I know, yards but how frustrating game. was it in the first like seven games of the season? He had like one touchdown. Like he it, was, zero it was, it was zero. Touchdowns. It was, it was absolutely <laughs> fucking frustrating. So look, the talent is obviously there, and the offense should be a little better than it was last year. So yeah, he obviously could be a number one wide receiver. That's. He's shown it before, but I have him right now. Uh, 15 could move up, definitely. 16, Juju, another solid player. Um, again, like John said, these tier 3 players are, are full-time starters, but players that can move up and down based on injuries or just pure frustration levels. So Juju is 16. Todd Gurley at 17, of course, number one running back, was you know, beset by some injuries that 
were really weird and strange and no one knew what was going on with him. But uh, could absolutely be a number one running back this year. But Probably someone had a voodoo doll on at, him, I think. As of right now, though, um, I have him at 17. Antonio Brown, uh, Antonio Frost by Brown. Uh, number 18, like you said, probably the third best wide receiver in NFL history. Um, I would like to see what he could do with Derek Carr as his quarterback. 19, Melvin Gordon. I want to drop him even further. I want the hate to come back. Melvin Gordon hate is coming back. It was it, wow. was, it was there. That's, you liked him for one week. <laughs> for one week, two weeks, two weeks. I liked him, and the, the hate is already coming back. All this That's bullshit. So we funny just we that just your needed. hate for Melvin Gordon came back, and my hate for Amari Cooper came back. It's coming back, baby. We just needed Philip Rivers to badmouth Melvin Gordon, and that set Anthony loose. He's like, "Oh, Philip Rivers says he sucks." <laughs> That's right, it. I'm on board. That's it. I am I am completely on board with hating Melvin Gordon again. So let's do it. The Melvin Gordon hate is back. I actually had him. Lower than uh, number twenty, Dalvin Cook, but I had to put him just up there because uh, this is the offense and Dalvin Cook hasn't really tr- truly proven himself yet. But like you said, this could be his year. He's, maybe he's finally healthy. He looked good at the end of last year. I have him number twenty. Mixon again, twenty one. I don't trust that offense. The touchdowns are probably going to be down. Uh, twenty two, Mike Evans because he's going to get a uh, probably two hundred targets this year. Usually. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> And 23, George Kittle, because... Just have, just have to one-up me there, I see. Because <laughs> George Kittle is going to be number 23. Uh, and finishing, just because. Rounding out my tier three, uh, George Kittle is basically a wide receiver playing tight end in the 49ers offense. The only thing... All right, and also... Did you not have Keenan Allen? I'm sorry. I do not have Keenan Allen in my top Oh, three. what? Are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. Are you, I don't even know you anymore. Look. I... 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 I Wrestled with a lot of things. I told you. I wrestled with a lot of things. I sat down. I relaxed. Yeah, you were drinking Listen, heavily. You were angry. You were thinking straight. I was not angry. I was actually very relaxed. I was listening to some good music. I had a very stiff drink, and I was just doing my thing. And I, I, I think I was very. My mind was clear after I was done, and this is where I think it needs to be right now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know if I trust that. Dude goes to one hour of rehab and he's just talking like this. <laughs> Look. I'm tired. All right, I'm, I'm tired. I mean, on that, talk about Keenan Allen some more. I gotta get a beer real quick. I'm really tired. All right, so why did you leave our boy Keenan Allen off? Okay, I didn't leave him off. I mean, look, he's still top 25. He's still top 25. Oh, wait. Oh, your tier. No, my tier, my tier three ended at twenty three. So, all still... right. So, what were you thinking when tier three though? What's your tier three? Are those your every week starters? Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, even I mean, your tiers are also no, your your tiers are very tiny. My tiers are very strange. I have tier four very large, but uh, <laughs> I just think that tiny I had to stop well, my my tiers are so strange. Tier four very large. I technically what I was what I was trying to do. Before I completely missed number 13. Yes. Was that my top three tiers were going to be rounds one and two in a 12-team league. So these were where I felt comfortable with drafting in the first two rounds. But what, why didn't she just make... Did you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you, I guess. So if you really want, I could move T.Y. Hilton up to my tier two. Because he is my number 24. So oh. let's do that to make everyone happy. I mean, like, like, I'm going into my notepad. You're in your tier three. So look, so in tier two, in tier three, sorry, you're right. Tier tier three. Why are tier two? 
Wow, so, and not even Keenan Allen. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying, I mean, no, Keenan Allen would have made me happy, I guess. The reason why T.Y. Hilton over Keenan Allen, mainly because, as we've talked and discussed, is Philip Rivers can spread the ball a bit more, and I, there are other options on San Diego, sorry, Los Angeles, than uh, there are Indianapolis. I think T.Y. Hilton will have a, just a better year based on opportunities from Andrew Luck. Also, are we worried about Andrew Luck not being able to drop back as Luck. well because of his cash? No, you got to see him throw so you got to see him throw a ball before you can bet on him. So. I guess, no, i got to see him drop back. i got to see him throw. So now you've seen him drop back. Yeah. First you've seen him throw a ball, and now you got to see him. He's fine. Don't worry about him right now. But that's why, so like... Well, until he drops back, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're saying he's been dealing with his calf injury for a while. Oh, my God. Top three tiers are my two first rounds. That's So that's, that's what I would... That's the methodology I had going. So, T.Y. Hilton makes it to tier three, number 24. I'm saying, they're like, calf injuries are like the lingerers of the injury. You're a lingerer. Ugh, I fucking hate them. Alright, Brian. Tier four, Brian. Yeah, tier, tier four. four. My biggest tier. Um, tier four, Damian Williams starts it out. Um, my boy, Adam Thielen is next. First seven... First seven weeks looked like Adam Thielen was going to be a first round player. Wait, what, num- uh, what, what numbers are those? What, uh, 26, 27. 26, 27. Looked like Thielen was going to be a first round player. Really tailed off. Um, yeah. 28, Aaron <laughs> Jones. Sorry. 28, Aaron Jones thinks, I, I, me thinks that, uh, if a coach just lets him run with the job, he's so good. Don't know what McCarthy was doing with him and Williams splitting carries. He's by far better. So if they give him a true bell cow role, I think he could be great. 29, T.Y. Hilton. 30, Zach Ertz. I think he's going to take a little bit of a hit this year but still be top three. Um, 31, Marlon Mack. 32, Stephon Diggs. 33, not going to draft him. But Leonard Fournette. Very low on him. Yes, Leonard Fournette. <laughs> um, he's going very high again this year uh, in a lot of mocks. They got the quarterback play now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that does. Yeah, they got the quarterback play. Maybe it'll be like Melvin Gordon. Well, this, this, this will be the first year of his career he averages over three yards a carry. <laughs> you never know. Um, you never, you never know. Yeah, you do never know. 3.7 yards per carry career, by the way, for Leonard Fournette. So there's that. Uh, but I said that about Melvin Gordon for two years, and then he proved me wrong. Carry uh, on Johnson, 34. Brandon Cooks, 35. Cooper Cup, 36. Robert Woods, 37. Don't know how to rank this. Back to back. To back. Almost, the, almost the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 38, Julian Edelman. Think he could surprise everybody and really rock it up. Right now I have him a little low, but I, I think he could finish as a low-end wide receiver one, high-end wide receiver two, possibly. And then 39, rounding out my tier four, is Devonta Freeman. Okay. I ended with 39 as well, my tier four. Weird. Hmm. All right. Uh, my tier four are the... I got 28 to 38. Uh, 28, Sony Michelle. I don't know, for some reason I'm much higher on him than you guys, just because I feel like he's gonna, the passer is gonna run a lot more than, a little bit, uh, 
They don't have the passing options. Did you say the Patriots are going to run a lot more than a little bit? Well, I'm saying like... Because I like that. If you I mean, they are going to run a lot more than a little bit. They're just their, uh, their passing options are, are, you know, no Gronk. They're, who knows what Josh Gordon's going to have, like, going to do. <laughs> their passing options are no Gronk. I'm loving <laughs> this explanation of the Patriots. The I mean, Patriots I'm just going to run a lot more than a little I don't know bit. If John's, their passing options are no Gronk. I don't know if Josh Trunk is just like, is like, has pure Patriot hate that he doesn't know how to like form sentences. When he talks no, about it's that. definitely, it's definitely pure Patriot hate. I mean, Tom Brady probably selling his property because he's going to get indicted for lying to federal prosecutors and all that stuff. Um, 29, Marlon Mack, even though they just signed Dante Foreman, it's not going to, don't worry about t- it. Yeah, not going to take a big hit into his carries. Uh, 30, Aaron Jones. Um, like Brian said, hopefully that coach knows how to, how to use him. 31, Adam Thielen. 32, Amari Cooper. Uh, 33, Leonard Fournette. I just kind of feel like Ryan, like, I, I would not, he's a, if they falls to me in, like, the round, fourth round. Fourth round, yeah. I'll take him, but I'm, that's probably it. I'm not, I'm not reaching. No, I don't, I don't think any three of us, no, we're not, we're not probably drafting him in any, any Yeah, and he's not gonna fall to the fourth round, yeah, yeah. so. Not gonna happen. I kind of feel the same way about number 34, Devonta Freeman. I, re- I just, I don't, I, not super pumped about him. I feel like he'll go in the high third round if he falls to the fourth, like fourth round. Yeah, I'll take him, but not super excited. I'm higher. Yeah. Uh, then I have three receiver group, all not good ball, you know, chain moving guys. <laughs> wow. Shut up, John. Has Just some shut up. Just shut good up. ball chain move guys. Yeah. Yeah. Not good ball chain guys. Yeah, those good ball chain guys. Uh, we got Bob Woods, Julian Edelman, Cooper Cup. Um, the the Rams stats with and without Cooper Cup or I don't know I saw them recently and it was drastic kind of boosted up Cooper Cup more than the other two guys uh, and then passed more than a little yeah That's Cooper Cup and then number thirty eight is James White like it I like the high James White I um all right so my my tier four is twenty five through thirty nine uh pretty big range um twenty five. Keenan Allen. There he is. He's made top 25. Um, could he go higher? Obviously. Um, but I just could not put him above any of those other guys in tier three. Um, 26, Adam Thielen. Like you said, he started off extremely strong, crushing through the season, and then just tailed off late. Hopefully he can just get back to what he was doing early on in the season. 27, Damian Williams. Uh, I actually really like Damian Williams. I had a hard time putting him this low, but... It's, it's, it was a short, it was a very small sample size. So, you know, you have to worry about can he continue to do it over the full span of a season. 28, Devonta Freeman. I am much higher than you guys. I actually really like Devonta Freeman. And now that, uh, I mean, any, it wasn't much higher. I mean, what do you have? 34. Yeah, it's six spots higher. And I don't even I'm think. I'm at 39. Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah, 39. So, um, all of his competition is gone. He is the guy. He would have been good, I feel like, last year if he did not get hurt, like, week one. Also, um, draft, draft Ito Smith, too, if you're going to draft Freeman. Ito Smith is very going in a lot of drafts. Yeah, so very sure late. to get him on your team. Very late, you can get him. Like, he's not like a – he wasn't like a – like a handcuff that you have to get in, like, round 12. You can get him, like, round 15, 16. Um – uh, 29 Aaron Jones. 
He should be the guy in Green Bay. There should be no one else. Uh, 30, Marlon Mack. Might even thought about putting him above Jones and Freeman. He looked really fucking good. And they just got to continue to give him the ball in uh, Indianapolis. 31, Kerryon Johnson. I mean, I don't know if you can see a trend here. I have running backs going crazy in the uh, third round, basically the third round uh, early on. Uh, he hopefully could do 1,000 yards again for Detroit. Uh, 32, Zach Ertz. Number three, tight end, probably the top tier of tight ends ending right there. And then after Zach Ertz, everybody else. Uh, 33, Lennon Fournette. Even though I put him 33, I will not be drafting him probably 33. We all have him 33. So, yeah. Wait, that's weird. Uh, Lennon Fournette is not being drafted by me unless he falls to the fourth, which he will not. Um, apparently, I put Carry on Johnson twice because I was drinking a lot. Oh, Jesus. Um, no. Uh, so Bob Woods. So this is what happened. We also you had you had Brandon Brian. You had Brandon Cooks Cup then Woods. I Cooks Cup Woods. Cooks Cup Woods. Who'd you have? I had Woods Cup, and then Wood Cooks. Cup Wood Woods. Cup. So I have Woods Wood Cup Cooks. So I have Woods Cooks Cup. So we all have all three different ways, but uh. If you draft any of those wide receivers, I'm pretty sure you're going to be happy as having them your number two. I don't think they're that you. Would, I wouldn't be happy with any of them as my number one wide receiver. No, highest ceiling I think is Cup though. Uh, I think Cup is the only one that's able to get into that wide receiver one. Really? I mean, talk. Bob was was able to get. I mean, I don't know his exact points, but I felt like he got above twenty. A bunch of times and was able to. I don't think. Propel. I honestly don't think any of them are number one wide receivers. I don't think they can get into the top twelve. That's fine. Uh, if I was gonna do, um, if I was gonna do the high ceiling, I do Cup. The steadiest, I do Cooks. But the median, I would do. So steadiest, I guess, would be different than like. Like, I think Bob Woods is going to finish in the middle. I think Cooks is the most steady, like, 15 to four, to 12 to 15 points a game guy. And then Cup has the most upside. I just think, I, I know it's like, I think, I think, I think. Uh, Woods is like the, I, I feel the possession guy. Mm-hmm. Who's, Cup's the possession guy. Yeah, but he's also the What's guy. The possession? No, I'm just kidding. I think Cup could go. Goff, Goff would look at Cooper Cup every third down. He was a big touchdown guy. I uh, any any way you slice it, of course Cup got hurt last year, barring that injury. Any of those guys were a solid, nice number two wide receiver when they were playing. Man. So I got Woods, then I got Cooks. Thirty-seven digs. I really didn't want to put him here. I really was trying very hard to drop after the Stefan Diggs. Uh, Amari Cooper, number 38, and Cooper Cup, 39. Um, I really hate Amari Cooper. <laughs> I really don't think he's going to be a good wide receiver this year. I don't think Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. Um, and everything that happened last year after he, Cooper got traded from the Raiders was an absolute... Like it was, it was a fluke. It's not happening again. Amari or it was the start of something excellent. It's not. Amari Cooper is going to be a very disappointing wide receiver this year, and anyone who drafts him is going to be 
fucking furious because he's gonna suck. Well, to be honest, so I mean, if you're bad. in a league with Cowboys fans, you're not getting him. I hope I'm in a league with Cowboys fans, and I am in a league with a few Cowboys fans. So many leagues with Cowboys fans. So good. Everyone else drafted Marty Cooper because you're gonna be very disappointed. This short span of games that he put together with the Cowboys is not indicative of what a wide receiver he is. I mean, it was like more than half a season. I can't wait for my uh, Amari Cooper Cup team to blow up. Amari Cooper Cup? That's pretty. That's you pretty, heard it here first. That's a pretty good before and after there. Uh, yeah, no, Amari Cooper. I wish I could have put him in my top fifty. I just couldn't. It was. It was wrong. To, it was. It, it would be. It would be stupid to not have him in my top fifty. So we had stupid. To do that. Yeah, we had to do that. As much as I dislike, like again, as much as Brian, you dislike Fournette. He has to be in your top fifty, even though you yes. won't be drafting him. So yeah, uh huh. And you know, maybe I'll move off that. Look, I I didn't think I'd come this far in Melvin Gordon. I never thought in my life I would come this far in Melvin Gordon, and I have. So it's possible. Um, two weeks drop back done. done. I, I didn't th- <laughs> I didn't think I'd come this far on Amari Cooper, um, and I didn't go that far because I dropped him down a little bit. I'll keep <laughs> dropping him down because I have to remember the one time. But drafted him in the second round. He top you. of the second round. Very top of the second round. And he sucked. He, he sucked all season. He sucked every time. And I finally benched him. And then he 200-something yards and three touchdowns. And yeah, he you he's again. the worst person in the guy in the world. Well, don't expect anything like that from Mario right. this year. Brian, is this going to be your final tier, though? This is my final tier. You know who I don't have on it? In my top fifty, that everybody does, and uh, you, I don't think you guys have either. Patrick Mahomes. I think we're all not. We maybe maybe you guys have him coming up, but what? Derek Henry uh, is yeah, no. like a lot of people's in thirties ranking. Uh, yeah, get that shit out of here. I don't want anything to do with Derek. I Henry. put him near the. I put him near the end of my. Uh, okay, I don't know if this is a um, not type louder. Um, like. <laughs> I don't know if it's a group think, group think thing by us, but I just feel like we, we've disparaged Derrick Henry so many, so many times over the years. Just like insulted him and his family and his family's honor is just like, I, I couldn't put him on. We were, 50. I think, you know, early, we say I think a lot. Um, early on in his career, a lot. early on in his career, well, everyone says I'm a lot. Uh, early on in Derrick Henry's group, we were all for him. We wanted him to be the guy. We wanted him. To be honest, I don't think I was. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty if we sure. go back to the tape, we wanted Derek Henry to be the guy. I laughed at my sister for drafting him in the, like, the second round last year. I was like, you can't do that. We wanted, we wanted him to be the guy. I think, right? I think he was always overrated. Because I remember I was having uh, this long argument in, the, in my group chats. And I said, no Derek Henry for me. Thank you very much. Look, he's another guy, again... I'm probably not gonna ever get Fournette. I'm probably never gonna get Derrick Henry. I'm not getting Amari Cooper because I'll just let him keep going. Uh, he he it, had half of his season's production in two weeks. I mean, yeah, if you had him in those couple games, you were king of the fucking castle for fucking you know. King of the castle, king of the castle. Like, what if you had him and he was on your bench? I had him. He was on my bench. Oh, so many people he, had him on the bench. Because he did one of them in a bye week. If so many people had him on the fucking bench in that fucking two hundred yard fucking romp, but Anthony did beat, but I did have him the Washington game where he had eighty four mm. yards and a touchdown, and I beat you because of that. Well, good for you. 
Good for you. <laughs> First, I, knock, I knocked you out of playoff contention with that win. You remember when I had like eight people on by and I didn't even feel the full team, but for some reason Derrick Henry beat you? I don't remember oh, that. Shit. That'd be embarrassing. I don't remember that at all. That didn't happen to me. That was a great game. That, I remember that. I don't remember that at all. I thought I was just throwing away that week because my whole team was on by. I didn't even, I had like two positions open. That, uh, Did you imagine losing to just seven people? My team was terrible last year, wasn't it? I think it was riddled with injury. It mm. was bad, but you were like picking up, you were like picking beating up the worst teams and picking up wins and kind of stuff. Oh, uh, I was trying to like, yeah, I was getting through on like bad way. Yeah, look, you gotta beat the teams you gotta beat, right? I think you, know, you were the, I've done that before too. Yeah. I think you were the healthiest team, Anthony. I don't think you had any injury problems. No, 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 no. I, I always, I, I <laughs> I'm going to poo-poo all that. I remember one year in my league. I think my league's been going for eight years. I've never missed the playoffs, knock on wood. Um, but one year I got real creative, and I knew I was going to get smoked as soon as I hit the playoffs, which I did. But my team was awful. I had a really, really bad draft. And I was just, like, picking up, dropping, making really, really desperate trades for, like, um, terrible quarterbacks just to win one week at a time. So it was like, I gotta make the playoffs. Like, <laughs> but I made the playoffs. I was, ter- I was terrible. I lost. I got wiped out as soon as I got in. But I did everything I could to patch together a team to make the playoffs. The only, the only time I really like, I was desperate was, uh, like six years ago, five years ago. I didn't want to finish last. Like my <laughs> team was so garbage. I was just making any trade I fucking could just to like win games just so I could like, I, I wanted to finish like three and 13, whatever the fuck it was, like three and 12. Like just like, so I couldn't like not finish. And I ended up finishing last. It was, it was, it was pretty, it was probably the lowest point in my fucking, in our league for me. It was, it was really bad. And that was the year after I won the, uh, the championship. First to worst. So I won, first yeah, it was first to worst. worst. It was absolutely first to worst. It was 2012 I won the championship. 2013 I fucking shit the goddamn bed. So. Alright. Uh. Alright, so tier five. Yeah, go Brian. Tier five, last five. Um, here's a guy I'm really, just like quickly rising on. Uh, almost made it into my tier four. Mm-hmm. Uh, very high on him. Keep going up. I, th- I think I'm gonna keep going up. Tyler Lockett, number 40. Oh, okay. I, I love, I love Wilson. I don't think Wilson, I, I just think that offense is gonna have a good fantasy receiver, um, without knowing, with knowing going into the season that they won't have Baldwin. Um, Lockett was good last year. Uh, they didn't really get the chance to try to formulate him as the number one, but now that they could go full balls to the wall with it, I, I think he's gonna be great. Um, 41, James White. So steady. Uh, 42, Kenny Galladay. 43, Tyler Boyd. I keep switching those two. Um, 44, Sony Michelle. 45, Josh Jacobs. Only quarterback to make it. 46, Pat, uh, I, for some reason I put him in as Matrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Matrick Mahomes. Um, 47, Chris Carson. All fools are way too low on him. Um, just a much better. If if it wasn't for Penny, everybody would. I I feel like if it wasn't for Penny, he'd be a top two round pick. People are way too low on him. I don't worry about Penny. Forty eight DJ Moore. 
Um, as long as wow. Cam Newton's shoulder is better, DJ Moore is a good receiver. Um, 49, OJ Howard just making it in wow. the top 50. And then 50, Chris Godwin. Honorable mentions, Alshon Jeffrey and Tariq Cohen. Ooh, Alshon Jeffrey. Okay. Uh, my last tier is, um, started off with Patrick Mahomes, number 39. And then all these other guys are the, I say could be league winner, league winners where you get them in the mid rounds and then they just have that, like a special season and just go up and propel you and put your wide receiver three into a wide receiver one, two conversation. Uh, 40, Alshon Jeffrey gets higher than then you, then at least Brian, it's just, oh well, it, it's Wentz's main target is, or main wide receiver, outside target. 41, Carrion Johnson. 42, Brandon Cooks. 43, uh, Stefan Diggs. 44, Chris Godwin. Uh, Bruce, um, whatever, uh, Bruce Arians loves, <laughs> loves him. Um, said he's gonna play all the time, gonna get a lot more shares of the, uh, of the snap. Uh, 45, Philip Lindsay. I'm a little bit worried about him just because um, Royce Freeman is getting a lot more um, run in the preseason, although I guess that happened last year too. And they also signed Theo Riddick. Uh, 46, Tariq Cohen. 47, Chris Carson. Again, probably too low on him. I could see him easily. You moved him up, up, though. You were way I, low yeah, I did move him up, yeah. Uh, 48, Tyler Locker for what Brian said. Great deep threat. Um, I know DK Metcalf is going to probably take some of those roots away, but... Uh, Lockett still always, always produces. I think he's gonna do a lot of slot this year too, yeah. which I really like. I think he's gonna, he's supposed to take a lot of Baldwin slot routes. Makes sense. Uh, 49, Josh Jacobs. And then 50, I just kinda toss him in there just because, um, I just, even with the injury, I, I, I couldn't leave him off as AJ Green. That's nice. Nice honorable pick. Might miss the first eight weeks, but I mean, if he doesn't miss eight weeks, you the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, if he doesn't miss eight weeks, it's still too early to tell for that. That is still a tough pill to swallow to draft that early, knowing you're missing eight weeks of him. If you, well, you know, he could be lower, but I, when you're older and get the injury, I like to do it on the long side of the estimate. Yeah. So best case is what he comes back week five. Worst case is week eight or nine. Yeah. All right. My uh, 40 through 50. Uh, number 40, uh, Matrick Mahomes. Matrick uh, <laughs> Mahomes. <laughs> Matrick Mahomes. He is the one guy who, I mean, you saw me this last year. He fucking just went off. Uh, he, won, he won a lot of people many leagues. He won me two leagues. And now, and like... Actually, he won me three leagues because we won the, the, the podcast league and, with him. And wow, anyone, how many times do we win this podcast league? Like all the time, it feels like. <laughs> At least back to back. Yeah, we've we've not been invited back to either of those leagues after we just came back no, and I crushed either of them. I wonder, yeah, exactly. Um, is it because we because I trash talk with gifts. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone gets fucking frustrated with us. Um, anyone who was worried about Mahomes that now could be squashed because Tyreek Hill is back. Uh, Forty-one, Sony Michelle. 42, James White. I don't know how to rank those two. Um, John talks about the Patriots uh, running more than they run less. Well, I mean, I don't first know off, first if off, that... James White doesn't have to do with running at all. He's a receiver. No, but that's Tony Michelle is running more than they run less. So, well, I mean, they're going to run more than a little bit 
I just don't know how to rank those two, so I put them forty-one. Run a little bit more, then run a little bit less. What up? What else about the receiver? What? uh, What about the Patriots? Did you say about Gronk? Not (laughs) not catch balls. They don't have the game plan Gronk anymore. No Gronk, no catch balls. I don't know. That's pretty much much how Gronk talks. He's like, oh, Gronk, Gronk catch Um, ball. Forty-three, Chris Carson. Like you said, uh, if there was no Rashard Penny there, Chris Carson would be much higher. Uh, 44, Julian Edelman. I wanted to rank him higher, um, but, but I just, I, I had him last year and he was, maybe, maybe it's the whole Brady not being as good as he was, and I don't, I just don't trust. I mean, number. yeah, Brady wasn't very good at all. I don't trust any wide receiver. Two touchdowns to three interceptions. Have, so, have you even crazy. said uh, Keenan Allen yet? Oh yeah, 25, man. Can I, I'm pay just attention? kidding. It's a pay joke. attention. Pay attention. Uh, no, it's a joke because you had him so low. He did it as a goof. He did it as a goof. I don't get it. I don't get goofs. Um, <laughs> I don't get any goofs. <laughs> 45. You guys don't have him. I like him. I like Tyler Boyd. No uh, no AJ Green means Tyler Boyd catch pass. That's like, that's Gronk talking. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing right now? Um, 46. Josh Jacobs. I know you Jingleheimer guys. Schmidt. You guys Can don't you have. Can you say him. his name without thinking that? Josh Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. No, probably yeah. not. Not anymore. It would be nice if it was Josh Jacob Juju Schmidt. Like that would work. <laughs> Juju um, Schmidt. If I have what? him on my team, my team is going to be Josh Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Um, like I said a few weeks back, uh, John Gruden has no issue taking a, a rookie running back and running him into the ground like he did with Cadillac Williams. Uh, so I have him forty six because he will be run at least three hundred plus times. 47, Chris Godwin. He showed a lot of fucking promise uh, last year, and I like to see him get it. Yeah, who was up on him last year? I wonder. I forget. It was not anyone in uh... this. No one on this podcast. Um, No way. (laughs) Number 48, Derek Henry. I had to put him in the top 50, uh, if only for the fact that when the weather gets cold is when Derek Henry does his best work. It wasn't even cold that, that day. When the weather gets cold is when Derrick Henry does his best work. I'm pretty sure they Sometimes were he shouldn't be in Tennessee. When the weather gets cold, Derrick Henry does his best work. I mean, to be work. fair, cold down there is like... So, degrees, so, weeks 11 through 17 is when Derrick Henry's going to get your shit done. No, I will probably not. like 14 and 15. It That's doesn't it. matter Two because weeks. I'm not drafting him anyway. It's He's in the top 50, but I'm not drafting him. Number 49... I made two quarterbacks in the end. Deshaun Watson. I love him oh, now. Wow. You're bashing him before. Even more with Duke Johnson. Bashing him before, um, but all of a sudden now biggest fan. Shut up. I never bash him. Uh, I <laughs> like Deshaun Watson. I said he's going to mature more. He's going to continue to get better as he gets older. I can't believe the one guy bashing him has him right. <laughs> and number 50, because I didn't have 50, Tariq Cohen. And hey, I like Tariq Cohen. I'm... I, I think Montgomery might eat into a bit of his carries, and because Tariq Cohen is not a bell cow running back, but man, he is so goddamn electric out of that backfield. So, gotta put him in the top fifty. And as you can tell, I do not have Alshon Jeffrey. Boo, Alshon Jeffrey. All right, fair enough. Yikes. Also, uh, while I was doing this, I was also thinking of some sleepers. Um, mm. Sure, some deep cuts. Deep cuts. Um, well. One, I was thinking for Damian Williams because he's got that he's got a leg injury, and they said that Carlos High is like looking amazing in training camp. And oh, it's, a training camp hero. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, Carlos Hyde. I like it. I what like do you think? Camp. I mean, that's what sleepers are. They're all training camp heroes. Um, 
it's Andy Reid always gets like doesn't matter if it's a young unknown running back or an old veteran running back. He'll get you just one last one last uh, shootout at the OK Corral. I think Carlos Hyde is going to be <laughs> if you draft him later, especially if you draft Damian Williams, definitely is a good choice. I thing. like that. I like that. I think you have to. Last pick, pick Carlos. I was going to say, like, the way you pick Ido Smith with Devonta Freeman, pick Carlos Hyde if you get Damian Williams. That's another thing that I was thinking about when someone mentioned that Ido, when Brian mentioned Ido Smith with Devonta Freeman, is how many running backs do you have to, have to get that, get that, that handcuff? handcuff? Not that, I mean, Melvin Gordon, I would like Austin Eckler. Um, I know people like would be the Joshua Jackson possibility, but Eckler, I'd rather have him. Hmm. Um, Gurley, I mean, Gurley, Henderson, obviously. Henderson, if you get Gurley, right? Gurley, yeah, obviously. Um, I, I mean, do you get Latavius Murray? No, right? Um, you don't have to. Do I think Latavius to. Murray has value on his own. He yeah. does, but like, he's not a guy like, oh, you're worried Kamara's go down, so like, you 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 don't you don't think like that. No, I think he just has value on his own. Yeah, agreed. Um, that's pretty much it. My so you to Carlos Hyde. What about Singletary on the Browns? Are you just I mean not Brown Bills? We just don't think they're a good enough team to support a running back. They have none of us even had McCoy. Yeah, I mean they have what like McCoy, Gore, Singletary. Like I mean I guess you can say like both of those old ass running backs are gonna run out of steam. And you know there's gonna be some rookie running back. I mean everybody has it as Josh Jacob, Jingleheimer Schmidt. But you know there's going to be somebody, whether it's Montgomery, Singletary. Yeah, hey, it pops there's up out of nowhere. There's always yeah, yeah. the rookie. Well, it was like a Philip Lindsay last year. So, I mean, it would make sense with Buffalo. I mean, they have really good defense. Um, they're going to run a lot with Josh Allen. And I feel like they're more, they're just more of a defense running team than anything else. He's going to be the, the leading rusher so, so, on the team. He might. Yes. Also, none of us had uh, Calvin Ridley. Is it because uh, we think that explosion at start was, was just like people a... not paying attention to him as much? I think maybe that was the case. There was like, also, like, I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is going to be true or not. This is just my perception of it. It felt like a very big play touchdown heavy explosion. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a high target kind of thing, or a consistent target kind of thing. It looked like it could be fluke-ish more than consistency, right? What about uh, Mark Ingram is another one we all left off. Yeah, he was close to my top 50, and I thought about it, but again, like I said, yeah, he's I, like I'm six, worried about seven. that. I'm, I want to... I just... I don't know how I feel about Lamar Jackson and Harbaugh with the running back. They're going to run so much, though. With but I the know you hate picking a Harbaugh running back. I do. I absolutely do. At some um, point, Buck Allen's going to end up back on the Ravens. You know that, right? Probably. Uh, <laughs> I'm a sleeper that, I, that I'm kind of rising on yeah. a little bit. Uh, I, I like Mike Williams. He was close to the top 50 as well. He has a chance to rise. There's a bunch of these uh, wide receiver names that I'm like, oh, I like this guy. Like, I, I'd like... I picked up Christian Kirk and started him a couple games last mm. year. Plus, that's another player. Uh, Speaking of Christian Kirk, I really like Larry Fitzgerald this year, and I think this is his swan song, like to leave the NFL. Um, I think obviously, um, well, Fuller could, if he stays healthy, could yeah. break out. 
Um, Sterling Shepard could have a really good year. He could just be one of those guys that gets 110 catches for 1,000 yards. Like nothing. (laughs) 110 catches for 700 yards. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Nothing that crazy, but you know what I mean. Um, I mean, Michael Gallup is that guy for me. High wide receiver because he's going to be targeted so much. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? What's up? What was the name you just said? Uh, Sterling Shepard. Oh, okay. I thought you said someone else. I'll say Michael Gallup's kind of that guy for me. Opposite, like everyone's going to be shading so much towards Amari Cooper. If um, and it's just Michael Gallup is just uh, he had a really good rookie season, and I feel like he's just going to keep 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 going up. I I I hate Cooper. I'd go Gallup. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm sure Cooper will outscore were, him, but... There were definitely a lot of names that were tough to not put in the top 50, like an A.J. Green, even though he's hurt for yeah. six to eight weeks, who knows. Um, I did not put, was able to get Tyler Lockett in there, yet I feel he is going to have a very nice season this year without Doug Baldwin there. Um, I, th- I think Tyler Lockett's going to surprise a lot. of. I think he's one of those, he's one of those guys I'm keeping an eye on in drafts because... Uh, I think he's just he is going to outplay his ADP. I just think- I, I would put that bet if there was a prop bet. If there's it doesn't have to be in Vegas anymore, but if there's a prop bet uh, that he outplays his ADP, that's that's my guy to do. But but I also think not only are you two, but I think other uh, quote unquote experts that they uh, I think you're all low on Tyler Boyd, especially with this AJ Green injury. I know you. I know you're. You know, we're all not huge. Uh, you know, I love had, Tyler Boyd. We uh, we had him pretty high, and neither of you had him in the fifty. Like I, I did, you did. Yeah, oh, way to pay oh. attention. I guess I did. I had him forty three. Oh well, then fuck me. Yeah, fuck John, him. fuck you then, because right. not putting him there, I'm putting eight. Well, he was there. like fifty one for me. But I really think, uh, based on what I saw on uh, ESPN and other uh, websites, that. Uh, People are really low on him. And these were like updated rankings with the AJ Green yeah. injury already going through. I mean, the offense isn't great, but he fucking looked amazing. Like, as a young wide receiver that should hopefully only get better as he learns the, the whole, like, you know, shit in the NFL. Like, I, I really like Tyler Boyd this year. I would not. You gotta be, learn how to shit in the NFL. You gotta learn how to before... shit in the NFL. You, you can move on. Yeah. Or you can wait. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what about Tevin Coleman? What about a guy like just taking – I know nobody wants to touch that San Francisco backfield, but like if you pick the right one, I don't think well, you here's could be the picking thing. a gold nut. Here's the thing. McKinnon is already having that knee problems pl- again. Yeah, that platelet plasma. Yeah. Rinch, but he, blah, he, blah, blah, he's already, yeah. he, he came back for like a day or two and then he was sore again. So they pulled him off for a couple days already. I'll tell you, McKinnon is not the guy I want. Brita is gonna, is gonna play, is gonna play and get hurt. It's Coleman. It might be Coleman. It's, if I if, had to if pick. If I had to bet that which, which running back would get the most, uh, snaps or play the most games, it would probably be Coleman. If I had to pick from the three, it's definitely Coleman. Based on what John was saying, McKinnon came back from an injury. He's now having that platelet-rich plasma injections into his fucking legs. Like, like, I'm not very excited to hear anything about that. And like you said, Breda, probably going to play and then get hurt. 
if I'm picking a running back who is dynamic on that offense it's, and could stay healthy, it's Devin Coleman. And we all know John, with the last pick in the draft, is going to pick uh, Jameson Crowder. Um, old boy. I mean, one to be of my honest, first he, boys. He's looking. Oh, he's looking. He's look good. He's looking so far. Old boy on the new team. Yeah. Um. Yeah, James. I mean, he's look good. I mean, I don't know how many Jets up. Nobody put Robbie Anderson up there. I'm surprised, John. You didn't yeah, have Robbie I mean, Anderson in the top just, fantasy. Because yeah. there were. A few, I mean, he's not. He's not like a top. Four, he's not a fourth round guy. I saw a few lists with Robbie Anderson up there. All right. I mean, that's the right list, but I'm like, just saying. he's like. I feel most comfortable in like the sixth round for him. Most. It's just like he's not super consistent. He only runs like one or two types of routes. Right. Um, but I guess my last sleeper for the night would be, uh, Darren Waller, tight end from Oakland. This Oakland tight end sleeper is actually going to make a difference on like Anthony's, uh, First off, Anthony's pick. That's like every like sleeper article. But I, I was saying, this read. is going to be the, He's actually going to become not a sleeper because of hard knocks, and everyone's going to pick him. Look, everyone slept on Clive Wolford, and he had two solid weeks for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was week one, week two, and I looked so good, and then it just fucking went away immediately. I loved it. I loved it, and you wrote it. You wrote it for so oh, long. Oh, so hard. So goddamn hard. Like, uh... It was so hard those two weeks. <laughs> and then... So... Yeah, I don't know if Darren Waller is going to be the Clive Walford award winner where Anthony picks a random Oakland tight end to ride for weeks or if it's going to be like the Cordell Patterson uh, award for a sleeper that like everyone's like, oh no, this is the year he breaks out and then everyone picks him, overdrafts him and he does nothing. I want another Clive Walford, man. All right, yeah. I want, yeah. Chris I want, Herndon. No, 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 it's not Chris Herndon. I mean, well, Chris I Herndon's need, actually good. So. I need my... I need my own Clive Wolford. I need to find my next Clive Wolford. Aren't we all? A guy all? that you're really high on that sucks? Just, is uh, that... yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I absolutely. mean, if you would just like, yeah. pick anyone. No, that's what I need. No, no, but I, I need to do... There there were a lot of supporting facts on why Clive Wolford should have been good. And I don't end. understand what that means. I mean, maybe you should get some new facts, because... There were a lot of reasons why he should have been a good NFL player, and then it just didn't pan out. Seems like a little bit of a no. That, that happens. Like they're like there are some, yes. no. There are a lot of players that come into the league that look like they have what it takes to be a, a solid NFL player. Uh, and, and then your film study. your film study. Yeah, I did a lot of Clive Wolford film study with Miami University, watching him play. Oh, in you're, college. you're you got the U. You got the, like, yeah, the you U, of course. The, blinders, the U brain. The blinders, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know what I want to do. That, this is stupid. This is this is completely out of left field. Maybe because I've been drinking. Um, oh, now you've been drinking. Everyone's been drinking. All been drinking. Draft draft a team with um, the first letter has to be the same. So what, what? team? What letter of the alphabet makes the best team? Oh, it's between D and J right now. If you just look at our rankings, wait, are we talking? Yeah. Wait, wait, D wait. is pretty good. Like, D is solid and Jay Hopkins, David Johnson, Devontae Adams, Damian Williams. It's got to be D. No, because you have Deshaun Watson, yeah, Devonta Freeman, Damian yeah. Williams. Jay's Dal- got Dalvin Connor, Juju Smith-Schuster, Joe Mixon, um, Julio, Julio Jones. Jones. Yeah. Then yeah, but- if you want to go down, if you want a quarterback, you oh, Josh Jacobs, you could go with uh, everyone's favorite quarterback. 
No, Anthony's but, old favorite quarterback, Jamison Kraft. I mean, uh, Jameis Winston. But no, but it's, it's legit. David Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Dalvin Cook, Devonta Freeman, Damian Williams, I mean, Deshaun Brent. Watson. You oh, Deshaun Watson. You yeah. can't. You Danny can't. Henry, DJ Moore. You yeah. can't beat the D's. Right. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> I mean, you also have that great. That great team name. I mean, Brent, that sounds like a good article. Which which letter of the alphabet would have the best? Yeah, which letter of the alphabet? I, I mean, Jace, Jace Hall, though. I think the best article of the name is you can't beat the D. Can't beat the D. Julian, Julian Edelman, James White, Josh Jacobs. Uh, let me just keep going up here. Joe Mixon, James Conner, Juju Smith-Schuster, Julio Jones... You got Jared Goff as your QB, unless you want James uh, Winston. What happened to your Winston love, by the way? It's still there. I actually might still draft him this year. I think I might get him. Jarvis Landry, that's Ooh. another guy. Jared Cook, we have a tight end on this J team. Did you, say, did you say Julian Edelman? James White? Yeah. Yes, I did. All right, uh, you just don't pay attention at all when Brian talks. No, I don't. Because um, I'm, I'm thinking about my next thing, which is T. T is not bad. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, T.Y. Hilton, Todd Gurley, mm. um, Tyler Boyd, mm. Tariq Cohen, Tom Brady. Like, you Tom got, Brady sucks. You're a Jets fan. Of course you're saying well, I'm just saying. I'm saying not very there, are a lot, there are a lot of... No, I'm saying fantasy-wise. But there are a lot of, there are a lot of T's out Tyler there as Lockett. well. Tyler Lockett. There you go. Like, there are a lot of T's out there that can really do some damage. There's some T's. So... Yeah, you know what? T's S's. Not, not any S's. There's like... Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs and Saquon Barkley. That's pretty much it, yeah. Why are we doing this? I don't know. Brian brought it up. <laughs> oh, Sonny Michelle. I... Why are we doing this? <laughs> Nobody had uh, Sammy Watkins in their top 50. Real is that surprising. Just, is, that, is that just like an existential question? Yeah, no. Why are we doing wait, this? Wait, wait, like seriously? That? Sammy Watkins? No, I know, no, I was no. just kidding. No way. Oh, wait, D. Did we do D? Dalvin Cook? Or Jar- we hey, did D. Anthony, you, you still love Jarvis Landry. I love Jarvis Landry. I remember he was like my second round pick a couple of years back. I thought he was going to be a beast. Legit. Blame, blame fucking Ryan Tannehill and the fucking Miami Dolphins for that. He's blamed Tannehill for a lot of things. Yeah. He's not even going to be the fucking starting quarterback. He's going to be Fitzpatrick. It's going to be hilarious. Um, all right. Anything else before we uh, wrap it up? Wrap it up for this week? Nah, just wrap it up. No, we're just going to wrap it up. All right. So we will be back next week. I think we're done doing anything else but football for the foreseeable future. Um, yeah, we're closing in on fucking 2019 football season. I'm very excited. One, one month. You, you, you. Oh, okay, man. I started it, I ended it. <laughs> Alright, so we will be back next week. Um, you can find us at fantasy underscore lens on Twitter, uh, fantasy lens on iTunes. Please rate, subscribe, and leave us, you know, a nice little review there for us. Um, we are also at fantasy lens podcast. If on you leave a review, I'll send you jerky. Yeah, actually, if you leave, that's, that's true. John says, if you could, if you could post, actually, no, leave a five star review with a cup. Leave a five-star review with a comment, take a picture of it, throw it on our Twitter account, and John will send you some homemade beef jerky. It's so good. And it is actually really good. Um, He makes a lot of different flavors. Um, Why do you have to put the actually in it? What? I don't know. That's just the way I talk. I like, say why that, can't why can't it just be good? Why do you have no confidence in John to it's, create it's, good? Yeah, that's kind of like it's, it's, honestly, it just really hurts me whenever he says that. It's like, oh, I don't think you're. 
A lot of people say your jerky sucks, but actually, I think it's actually kind of good. I'm actually a little disappointed, see? I just say actually all the time, I just can't help it. Um, but the last batch, I didn't get any jerky, so... Well, that's because uh, you keep denigrating the quality of my jerky. I wasn't until this time, so actually, I'm a little upset. Uh, so anyway... We will be back next week with more fantasy football. I don't know if we're doing a mock draft or whatnot next week, but we should, I we, mean, one of these we'll be back and we are full into fantasy football. As long so. as we can make someone, make fun of someone during the mock draft. Yes, we have to because they need to get berated by us. So we'll see you guys next week. Continue to follow us. We are Fantasy Lens and we'll see you next week.